Welcome to Biz Buys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian, and today's guest is Owen Rosen. How are you, Owen? I'm doing well. How are you, Armin? I'm doing really good, thanks. Owen's with the Phil Klein Insurance Group, specializing in, is it business insurance or all kinds of insurances? So I always tell people we do everything but individual health. So okay. uh, we do specialize, I would say, in business okay. and uh, personal lines, uh, property and casualty insurance. Okay. But uh, we can help in, in many different areas. Okay, great. Yeah, well, so. you know, I sell a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've, I've, I always have buyers asking me, what do I do for insurance? So a lot of these guys don't even know where to start. Oh, and so. Absolutely. And I always tell people, um, even myself being in insurance, most people hate it, right? Right. Uh, it's probably the reason they ask you that's the last thing they want to think about. Exactly. They're, they're focused on running their business buying a business, right. selling their business, whatever the case might be. Insurance is sort of one of those necessary evils at that point. So we like coming in as a full-service consultant and being able to help with that process and hopefully take all of those worries and concerns out of the hands of the business owner or as, as much as possible, Okay, of course. I mean, there there is an element of, of information gathering and trying to learn about each individual business that we have to do um, so there is some buy-in there, but we try to make that process as seamless as possible. Perfect. It, it, it's it's so the, it, there's a process, obviously. For S- sure. Somebody calls you up. They've got a business. Absolutely. Oh, and what do I do? I don't. They don't even know where to start. So in today's world, the process can be one phone call, or it could be m- multiple meetings in person. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the business, and okay. it also depends on what that particular business owner likes and wants and how they do business, what type of time they have on their hands, and all those sorts of things. So uh, there's a lot of things right now that are being simplified and being done over the phone and online and everything like sure, that. Sure. And that works really well for some people. A more sophisticated business with multiple locations and things of that nature that probably isn't a good fit. So we'll go to the business. Spend some time with them, explain everything. Because there's just so much information. Absolutely. Um, I know just from owning businesses myself, Mm -hmm. Owen, there's multiple different types of insurances between the workman's comp, the casualty, liability. Let's let's focus a little bit on each category, explain what it is, and then um, we'll we'll kind of continue from there. There are multiple types of insurance, and um, not every business needs every single type. Okay. I would tell you for your average business, the two most common types of insurance that they're going to have, what we would call general liability or a business owner's policy, which is similar to your homeowner's policy for your house, except it's protecting the business. It's protecting the property if you own it. Okay. Um, If you don't own the building, it's protecting what's inside of the four walls. So the assets. Absolutely. The actual property, objects, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And then also liability, if something goes wrong, whether that happens at the actual property, something as simple as someone slipping and falling, sure, sure. or within the operations of the business. If you're building a product and something goes wrong with that product, in today's world, there's probably going to be a lawsuit. You want to have insurance in place to make sure that the assets of the business are not at risk right. at yeah. that point. So that would be the most basic type of insurance right there. And, of course, it gets it can get very in-depth, but looking at one of the basic types, that, that would be one of them. Then you move on to workers' compensation, which doesn't come into play for the most part if you don't have employees. Okay. But let's just assume that you do, and if you have employees, then— And that would be like two or more, would you say? Outside of yourself? Um, pretty much one at that point. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it, anytime you, you have employees, typically in Michigan, the state is going to require that you 
carry workers' compensation. Okay. You're right. If it, there there can be a minimum number, but it is a, a coverage that is required by the state of mm-hmm. Michigan. Okay. Um, if we just focus on Michigan for now, that's where we're based. It, it's similar in, in most other states as well. But at that point, that is actually coverage that protects you if one of your workers gets hurt on the job. Okay cannot work during that period of time and actually makes a claim for lost wages, things of that nature while they're out, while they're injured, assuming that it was something related to work. You know, if they right. trip and fall at home, that would That's not, not going to, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. That so, and and do they get paid? Typically, how does that work? Is it their full salary? Is it a percentage of their salary it, they get paid? It, yeah, it depends. And, and, and what happens is with the insurance is the insurance steps in again to prevent money from having to come out of pocket with the actual okay. company. Um, but it, it does depend on the situation. But the idea is, of course, uh, maybe not for 100% because there, there is you do want employees to have an incentive to come back to work. For sure. But um, to replace income during that period of time. Right. right. So is, is how that would actually work. Assume, again, assuming that it happened due to something. On job. Exactly. On a job. Exactly. And, you know, everybody sues everybody nowadays. Yeah, that's so. what we say. <laughs> Society is very litigious, and right. you just have to be prepared. Absolutely. Um, just, it's just how it goes. You just want to be prepared. And, and at, going back to what I said from the start, everybody hates insurance until they need it. Sure. And sure. at that point, you want to make sure that it's actually going to do what it was designed to do. Right. Protection. Mm-hmm. You're looking for protection. So when somebody calls you, Owen, they tell you, I've got this certain business. Do you look around? Do you shop it for them? Are you kind of like an insurance broker? Explain where, I don't want to call 10 different, because I don't even know where to start. But would you do all that for me, find the best rate and everything, and put the whole policy together? 100%. That's exactly what we do. So we have relationships with dozens of different insurance companies. Okay. um, Some that advertise all the time that you Mm -hmm. would know the names of, and some that you don't that rely on us to find clients for them that they're looking for okay and they don't spend their money on advertising and sponsoring golf tournaments and things of that nature um, but what we do is we absolutely shop around to find i wouldn't say the best price i would say the best fit is right. price a piece of that of course and sometimes that's number one piece when people come to us that's the way of the world and we understand that but fit is more important than price mm-hmm. and we are custom risk managers so what we do is we figure out what exactly is important to the business owner okay to the business and make sure again that when the time comes that you actually need the insurance and we hope that never happens right right but we are planning for that rainy day that's the exact for nature sure. of need our protection business. yeah when when that day comes that things are as they were supposed to be and sometimes that's not the bottom dollar cheapest price but we are going to find a price that is competitive, okay. that works within the budget of the business, and then is competitive industry-wide because we are going to search around to find the carriers that want that particular type of business that will price it accordingly. They want it, so they'll price it. It is a bidding war in some cases. Right, right. And the companies are going to try to come up with the best fit, assuming it's something that they want. So we are going to help navigate that. Okay. Absolutely. It prevents having to go out there and do it on your own because that's difficult, time-consuming, and frustrating probably in most cases. Well, especially, you know, when I sell a business, um, you know, these people are excited. Mm -hmm. They're ready to get in there, and whatever business it is, they're ready to take that role and run with it, that management position and run with it, or owner. For sure. This is one of the few things that they think about is insurance. Um, You know, they, they ask me, 
who do I turn to? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> so uh, it, it's good to have, you know, and, and I've heard this. I, want, I don't know, maybe you've heard it or not. I mean, there's some business that skip insurance. I've sold business and I said, okay, let's, let's talk about your insurance because possibly the buyer may want to take over, mm -hmm. you know, and they'll say, oh, I've never had insurance or I don't carry insurance anymore. What we find. Your thoughts. I mean, it's probably not a wise thing because, um, you know, I know the landlords sometimes require right. them to carry insurance the ass on the assets and liability insurances. So, you know, Typically. when they skip something like that, it's, I mean, it's. What we find is that there are certain types of businesses. Okay. I would say usually newer, but not always the case. Okay. Where if they haven't been required to do it, sometimes they don't do it. It just. Required from the by landlord? Some, or? By somebody okay. at some point, at some time. That could be a client. Mm -hmm. That could be where they rent their space from. Right. That could be where they get their mortgage from right. uh, if they're buying the property or if they're buying any of those assets and they have a loan on that. Those would all be situations where typically someone's going to come in and say, hey, you need to have insurance here. Right, right. That doesn't always occur. And in those situations, yeah, you do sometimes see people that have been operating for years at a time and they just haven't had insurance. It's sort of what it, they're focused again. It's a gamble. They're, it is a gamble, but they're focused on running their business. Right. And, they, and it slips through the, the cracks. It, it and... does. It's not priority one. And look, you've been doing it for a year. Oh, everything's been fine. Why do I need it? And again, we're in the rainy day business. Right. So that's the nature of it. We hope you never have to use it. And no matter how good your coverage is, no matter how fantastic your policy, you still hope you never have to use it because something has still gone wrong at that point. And we can put you back together as close to 100% as possible, mm -hmm. but there's still time. There's still everything that goes into it. So you right. always hope you never have to use it, but you also want to make sure that if you do have to use it, you're that covered. you're not going to be left at 90%, that you're going to get to 99.9 .9 or 100, however you want to look at it. Right. But yeah, it does happen where people don't have coverage. And I would say when, for us, those are some of the situations where we do find ourselves in. It's not abnormal. I wouldn't be afraid to reach out. I think that happens too. Once you've been operating for a period of time without it, sometimes you worry, well, what's going to happen if I have to go and get it? Right. You know, what are they going to say? Are they well, that was, I was penalize ask, me? Yeah. Right. Is there a penalty for not having, say, workman's comp or well, anything on the employees? That's Yeah. Well, the state... The, again, workers' compensation, if you have employees, typically the state will catch up with you okay. because you're filing different things with right. your tax ID number and so on and so forth. They're going to figure that part out. You're paying people. Sure, sure. Now, if you're paying everyone under below the table doing those sorts right. of things, maybe not. But again, at that point, you wouldn't typically have regular workers' compensation insurance either. I don't endorse that, but it, it's happening. Right, clearly. but if, you, if, you, if that happens and the person gets mm -hmm. injured, I mean, there's no proof he's working there, he's not working there. It's, you it, know, it's. It, it's then you. Back to the society said, being litigious. Said, we're, right, back, right. we're back to we're that. Back there's to there's lawsuits going back and yeah. forth probably and, and, and at that again, point. This is, you know, America. So, yeah. They're suing everybody nowadays. So. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Owen, what do you um, insure? What kind of business? Like some of the businesses that I sell, there's environmental issues, mm -hmm. possibly, you mm -hmm. know, gas stations, dry cleaners, uh, oil chain shops. Are those things? And I've talked to some insurance agents and they say we stay away from say dry cleaners because of the perchloroethylene that's in the grounds mm -hmm. um is it everything that you insure is it some businesses you broker differently absolutely being an independent agent being a okay. being a broker we have the ability to work with any type of business okay. that's one of the benefits to coming to a company like ours where we're not restricted in that way any company has their their niches of course sure um, but for us, we work on anything from your typical Main Street mom-and-pop business mm -hmm. to 
factories to large restaurants, bars, um, pretty much anything we can and have the capability to work on because we can access so many different companies in the marketplace. But in terms of specific issues with a dry cleaning company, for for, ex- right. uh, for example. And, and I brought up dry clean because I used to own four of them. So gotcha. I, God, that makes and sense. And it was tough, you know, finding, you know, somebody that's going to insure it. For know? sure. It, it Those types of businesses, businesses that unfortunately, even though insurance is the business of risk, businesses that have excessive risk, and it doesn't seem like a dry cleaner would have one, but certain things pop up over time with environmental concerns or chemicals that sure. businesses Spillage. change over the, to- over the course of time. There might be fewer outlets out there for that mm-hmm. type of coverage, but there's always going to be some outlet. Okay. So, yeah, it might be more difficult to insure a dry cleaner, or we always use our proverbial example as the dynamite factory. Mm-hmm. I don't insure any dynamite factories, admitt- right. admittedly, but we use that example all the time. As you might imagine, if you walk into your average insurance agency out there they, and go to your average insurance company, they probably don't insure dynamite factories. Right. But someone out there is doing it. Somebody's going to do it. Sorry. There, there's going to be a niche for everything, I think. Mm-hmm. So. There, there is. There is. And th- what we're able to do is actually go out and find it. And it's impossible to know every type of – no matter how long you've been in the industry, mm-hmm. and I've been in the industry for about 10 years okay. now, to know every type of business and to know the nooks and crannies There's of every type. stuff it, opening up all the time. It, it's Right. So you have to do your research. You have to learn. And that's why we have a conversation. And that's why I wouldn't claim to know every single thing that's out there. But I will research it. I will find out if I don't know. We will find the best solution for you. And someone out there knows that we have access to with, mm-hmm. within our stable of companies. So we're always looking out for the best interests of our client in that way. And we're willing to put the work in to figure it out, even if it's something that we're not familiar with right off the bat. Right. A little bit of homework. Never hurts. Right. You know, so, you know, it's, it's funny because I tell um, buyer sellers always do due diligence on each other. Mm-hmm. You guys probably do your due diligence on the the business coming on board too. We have to. You we know? have to. Um, the, you know, there's insurance is based on underwriting mm-hmm. and it's based on figuring out what the risks actually are. Sure. We are frontline underwriters. Um, admittedly, we're the first line. We are the people on the front okay. lines talking to the businesses. That's not a negative thing. It's just making sure that, again, the more information we have to start, the less problems on the back end. Right. Meaning if we do the, the job correctly on the front end, and that's why we take extra time, I think we probably take more time and do a more comprehensive job than a lot of the other agents out there. We do that so that when a claim does occur, now you're not tied up in red tape. Right. Hopefully that was all taken care of on the front end and not, whoops, now what's going on on the back end. Right. So sometimes that does require a little bit more buy-in in mm-hmm. the beginning, but we think it's worth it. And right. when we explain that to our clients, I think they agree that it's worth it. And the ones that don't maybe aren't clients for us. Do you um, – is there a way for you to find out from existing business or the business that you're going to insure – if there ever was a claim. Probably there is, isn't there? Yes. Um, and if you see an owner's constantly having claims against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean they can't get insurance. Right. But they might pay, pay more than the, the, uh, than the business that hasn't had any claims. Um, it, it, again, it's all based on the risk. Um, in, in terms of finding out, yeah, there are ways um, electronically now. There are some databases, but mm-hmm. typically in the business insurance market, the information actually comes from the current carrier that they're with if they're insured. If they're insured. If they're, if they're insured. not insured, then they're you're not starting insured, from they, haven't, they haven't had any claims, right. but that information is kept on file by each insurance company, and they right. do typically look back five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, annual checkups? 
Sure. Uh, it's, you know, you buy a business, has, let's go back to the dry cleaner. You know, they're insured, it's depreciated, but the guy, he wants to go, the new owner, takes half the equipment out, puts brand new equipment, and it's already insured for, say, 100000 Now right. he's added a $50,000 piece of equipment. Well, what's, what's amazing is, and again, it goes back to insurance is not mm-hmm. the average business owner's number one priority, but a lot can happen in a year. Okay. And we are sometimes shocked to find out what has happened in a year, but we're reaching out and trying to find out and making sure that things are still correct. If you don't do that, you'd be surprised. People will open other locations, and you'll never know about you'll it. You'll never know. That, and that's an issue. So we try to be one of the biggest focuses for us at our company is to be proactive. Okay. We are proactive with our clients. We are reaching out. We are trying to find out what's going on in mm-hmm. your world, not on a daily basis. That's impossible, and nobody wants that. But at the very least, on an annual basis, absolutely. It's extremely important. And a lot of other companies say they do it, but it's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to have a process in place to do For it. For sure. So, For sure. And um, who is in charge of that checkup, that annual checkup? Do you guys uh, just call up and say anything new that happened? or? Yeah. Uh, we actually have a team in place. Okay. Um, so between – whoever your actual assigned agent is. And Mm -hmm. then we have a service team in place that also helps with those types of things. And it can be an electronic communication. It could be a phone call. It could be, in today's world, a text. Hey, what's going on? Can we set up in a meeting? And again, everyone wants to do things differently, and we're willing to work with people. All right, right. Because, you know, they're going to think, if I add more equipment, I'm going to start paying more on the premium. So Most people realize that, but typically they... They realize it. They understand it. They may not be happy about it, but they want to do it because that equipment is the lifeblood of their business. And it, and it's for their protection. One hundred percent. No, it's 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 so. for their for their protection. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Okay. And uh, stay tuned for Biz Buys on New Radio Media. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. 
what you're eating, what you're thinking, and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian, and today's guest is Owen Rawson with the Phil Klein Insurance Group. Um, and again, this is for any of our uh, listeners out there. We are a live podcast. Our number is 844-999-9249. If you need, want to call in, ask uh, Owen a question. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to answer them for you. I'll right. do my best. It's regarding business insurance. We left off, Owen, and we were talking about the... Um, annual business checkup mm -hmm. and um, really quick prior to that have you guys ever done if somebody calls for an environmental cleanup so uh, have you guys gone, gone through anything like that we, we don't you mean in terms of actually having a claim yeah that somebody of a claims and, and you know it's a gas station it had a, a leaky tank and uh, anything like that Should, not, not specifically that like that but one of the big things that we're involved with with our, our companies and and it's what we call lost control. Okay. So, so lost, well, what are we talking about lost? Well, let's just use the word claim. Okay. That's what most people would understand. But lost control is doing risk prevention ahead of time or coming out to a business and talking about what can be done to mm -hmm. potentially prevent claims. And that's part of the process that we go through. Okay. So that starts with the initial visit. Uh, we look around, we take photos, we do different things. Again, depending on the type of business that it is. There isn't a whole lot of loss control at your typical office right. uh, in reality, but if you're dealing with industrial risks, if you're sure. de dealing with uh, manufacturing risks, things like that, there are things that we're going to notice straight away if you have the experience at looking at those types of businesses, or even if you don't. Sometimes you just notice things and housekeeping matters that might want to be right. cleaned up that can help prevent workers from getting injured, prevent clients from having problems if they're walking through, um, all those types of things. So that that is something that's very important to us. And we do get very involved in the claim process okay. either way. Good. That's also what part of being proactive. Uh, a lot of companies out there, you have a claim, you get an 800 number, and the person that you talk to in the beginning, you never hear from them again. They're not involved. Right. They don't care. Right. That's the exact opposite of what we do. That okay. was a, a, a paramount importance to us when we started the company and as we've built it over time, um, it's about a relationship. Customer service. It's Customer about service a relationship. Customer. We are looking for, we always, clients for life. Okay. And the way to do that is to provide services that maybe you can't get up and down the street because there are thousands of other agencies that provide the same products as we do, but m maybe not the same service that we do. Right, right, right. So... Um, location of a business mm -hmm. i'm sure that helps right if it's uh say in a better area of some certain what about experience of a of an owner operator everything matters everything a helps out everything matters um and as we get more access to things online or the insurance companies get access to more things mm -hmm. online as databases get larger so on and so forth there are more and more risk factors okay. um when insurance rates used to be determined on paper with books, the factors were much more restricted because it just was impossible to factor in some of the things that they can factor into today. So, yes, all of those things do matter. The age of your building, the housekeeping of your building, the updates sure. of your building, all those things are extremely important. And also, business insurance is not black and white. Um, 
yes, again, if you look at just your average office mm-hmm. doing office work, almost any insurance company that says they do business insurance will take that type of a risk. Sure. It's very low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there actually is more risk involved, then all of those other factors do become much more prevalent. So sure. um, it's something that we you have to be cognizant cognizant of and it's something that we try to counsel people but it's not black and white what i mean by that is if your business is top of the heap Mm -hmm. in even in its classification you might get a yes whereas someone on the bottom of that heap might get a no or different pricing right right so So it all varies absolutely it all varies what about like a um we're selling a business it's on a seller financing because bank financing is really difficult now. Sure. So the seller will hold some paper back. Mm-hmm. There's a note owed to him. Mm-hmm. Would you add him as a uh, an additional loss payee or? Uh... Well, yes, and typically that is worked out on the legal side okay. um, ahead of time, and it's required as part of the contract. But those right. are the things that we ask for. I was saying before that you do often see people maybe they don't have insurance. Well, another thing that we see, which is sometimes eye-opening to us, is things are wrong. I'll just flat out say we get a policy from somewhere else, some other agency, some other company. We review it. We do our review on it. We ask questions, and we're shocked sometimes to find out the answers to the questions as compared to what they have coverage-wise. One of those things that comes up a lot would be additional insurance. Okay. Would be things like that. Things get left on there that aren't on. Th- oh, I you know I paid that loan off ten years ago. Well, they're still on your policy. Right, you right, know, right. Th- there's things like that. Are they earth shattering? Going to end the world for that person? Probably not. But right. you never know. You do see, see things certain times that are pretty eye opening mm-hmm. and shocking. Right. Are you guys only in Michigan? So or are you guys? Uh... Yeah, we are. We are based in Michigan, and okay. for. Business property insurance, okay. um, it, we are Michigan only. Now, if a business is headquartered in Michigan and has locations in other states, that is something we can do. It's based on where the business is headquartered. Okay. So if you have operations in all 50 states but you're headquartered here, that is absolutely something. So the headquarters has to be here in Michigan. For, for now, that correct. Um, okay. We've talked about moving into other states. It's just something that we haven't quite done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there are products that we can offer to people in other states more on the life insurance side and financial side that okay. we work with. But in terms of actually insuring a business, right. uh, Michigan headquartered only as we speak. One branch? You guys are only one branch right now, correct? Yes, we are. And we are. How, how many brokers or agents? Uh, there's 15 of us. Oh, good. Good size. Company. It's a good size. So, and yeah. How long has uh, Phil Klein been around? So our our business in its current iteration as okay. Phil Klein Insurance Group uh, was founded in two, 2011. Okay. Um, prior to that, and it actually gives us a lot of um, in, uh, industry insight. Mm-hmm. We actually um, started in 2008 as a state farm agency, okay. as what we call a captive insurance agency. So when you asked me earlier about are we a broker, do we look at right. multiple companies, um, I have experience on both sides. Okay. And I, I always, I'll just phrase it this way, I would never, ever, ever go back to only being able to offer one company. I think it's um, dramatically better for our clients, right. dramatically better for us as a business and the services that we can provide. So, um, yeah, get yeah, started you in 2008. Around, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think everybody I've dealt with, that's what they'll do. They'll shop around exactly. you know, to find the best thing out so, there for them. And we can do that on not just business insurance. So we can shop around for the, the business owner. Typically, they have a home. They have cars. Uh, they've got different things going on. And people that don't own businesses, of course, too, we can handle – regular personal auto and home insurance, uh, life insurance, and then we also do benefits for businesses as well. Benefits meaning the health insurance for employees, um, very, very things good. of that nature. Very so good. We are a holistic solution. Fantastic. So so uh, the house they can do too. 
house, cars, you guys do it all, all one-stop shop. A absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. And we think that that gives people the opportunity, again, to build a relationship mm -hmm. and not have to wonder, who do I call for this or that, and have everything handled in one place where you can build up that level of trust and know that, okay, these are, these are my people, and they've got my back, and right. they're going to be looking out in all aspects for all the risks in my life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, Owen, I was just before we got into the studio, I was on a, a walkthrough of, a, of a, a, a business. Okay. And the guy, the, the buyer's putting all of his numbers together thinking, all right, I need this much, I need this much, I need this much. You know, he named everything he needed. Supply. He forgot insurance. <laughs> He forgot insurance, and and it's it's funny. Not I surprised. Told him, you should have tuned into the <laughs> right into the show. We, we were talking about insurance and everything. It often is the last item it's the on last the thing, market. It, it, it Not really, always, but often. Right, and he totally forgot about the insurance. Mm -hmm. So, are they paying the policy up front? Is there how does that work? You know, it does depend. It does depend. If you on, take it all up front, or is it uh, you know you pay quarterly, monthly? So, um, in most cases, payment plans are very flexible. Okay. Pay monthly, pay quarterly, all those different things. Very, very flexible. There are certain types of policies out there where they do ask for payment in full. However, if that is a large enough premium, mm -hmm. uh, we do have the ability to finance it for the business owner. So you have a finance company that'll do that? Correct. There are quite a few insurance okay. finance companies out there. They call them premium financing companies. Okay. Um, we do work with several of those. And again, if the premium is large enough and it makes sense, and it's the only way that it can be done, then, then certainly we do that. Needless to say, that does add some costs right. to the policy, but sometimes adding that cost and paying on a monthly basis is feasible, whereas paying it all up front is not, and that's, right. and that's okay. And again, we're here to find solutions that work for people, so we're always looking to be flexible. Um, we try to offer as many payment options as possible, whether it's sure. from for sure. writing a check all the way to a credit card to automatic billing on, on accounts. Again, not every single option is available on every single policy, mm -hmm. but we try to open that up as much as possible because we want to make it as easy as possible. We don't want it to affect the bottom line of the business any more than it has to or make it any right. sort of a hardship to just pay the insurance. I right. think that's silly. Right, right, so. right. Absolutely. Um, Owen, how can somebody get in touch with you? So uh, there's there's several ways to get in touch with us. Okay. I would say uh, number one right off the bat is uh, give us a phone call. And uh, our number is area code 248-682-7445. Again, 682-7445. Online at philkleininsurance.com. Okay. Uh, that's P-H-I-L-K-L-E-I-N insurance.com. If you throw it in Google, it will pop up. And I encourage you to do so because we feel like we're the, the best reviewed um, and have the best um, reputation of any agency that we know of, at least in Oakland County. So definitely encourage you to do that. Um, or you can email us, uh, info at philkleininsurance.com. Okay, perfect. And you know what? Those reviews go far. Yeah, it's very I'm important always, to us. When I'm, when I'm checking out new places or anything, I read the reviews. It, it's very know? important to us. It's the way of the world today. It is. I, uh, I use it for almost anything, whether it's Yelp or Google or any of the other different services out there. And um, it's something that we v take a lot of pride in right. our reputation. And the online reputation is the one that right in today's world is the easiest to access. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we definitely take a lot of pride in that. And again, I, I encourage people to look um, because I, I think that in a lot of ways sells itself. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's from a third party yeah. looking in and everything. Again, Owen, it was a great pleasure having you on the show. Uh, one more time, number they can reach you at? Yep, uh, area code 248-682-7445. Um, please feel free to ask for me. You can ask for Owen Rosen. I'll be happy to direct you and help you out.
Great, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. and entertainment channel on new radio media dot com it's all about you and that's the way we like it where you're going what you do to stay fit what you're eating what you're thinking and how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome back to BizBuys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian, and we just ended with Owen Rosen, a Phil Klein Insurance Group, and we now have Jan Pro, uh, Brian Lubaway, and Jared Rothberger. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Good, doing good, good, good. Fantastic. And they're from Jan Pro, which is a commercial janitorial service. Yes, it is. We're a, we're a franchise based janitorial okay. service. So it's a franchise janitorial base, and so you guys do office buildings, all commercial. Yeah. No, nothing residential. Nothing residential. Okay. All uh, commercial spaces. Okay. Of all kinds. Great. Um, what's the background of JamPro? JamPro started in the early '90s. Okay. Um, it was a couple people that had a background in in uh, recruiting. They okay. noticed an opportunity in in janitorial. They kept having people come and. Okay. They needed this, and, and they saw an opportunity to do some franchising, and they started opening up master markets across the country, and we stumbled across it a couple years ago looking at new opportunities. Fantastic. It's a local company? So, no. Uh, Janpro is start? based in Atlanta. Okay. Um, we bought Janpro Detroit three years ago. and Okay. Um, so you're the master. So we're the, we're the, the master, master owners. Okay. We have, uh, uh, we've sold a bunch of franchises locally, and we have um, – you know, pretty big customer base. Did you guys start off with JamPro, or you guys had background in the uh, the janitorial cleaning business? No. Something totally new. <laughs> no, neither of us had any background. I, I was I was in insurance before this, okay. and uh, Brian uh, ran yoga studios. So. Okay, 
All right, fans, so it's Very all different. new. And sometimes that's what you need, change of pace, right? And then you put 110% into it. Fantastic. Um, how long has Jampro been fr- a franchise? We opened up in April of 2015 here okay. in Detroit. You know, Jampro's been around for almost 30 years now. Okay. So being a master agent, correct, do you guys have franchisees under you? Is that how it is? Yeah. Okay. So we have about 65 active franchise owners right now. Okay. Uh, servicing around 350 accounts uh, daily, weekly, monthly basis. Okay. And you guys do it yourself too? Get out there? It's been a while. It's been a uh, while. When we first started, you know, we were we were out there with, uh, yeah. you know, scrubbing toilets and oh, understanding yeah. the business. For sure. you got to uh, start from the bottom, right, and work yeah. your way up. Usually Absolutely. that's how it is. Not so much anymore. Right, 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 right. You know, it's one of those things. Um, you guys work at night, right? Isn't that what it is? It, you get your crew in after hours. Sometimes I'll be working here late at about 11 o'clock at night, and they're cleaning, you know, off. They're just starting to come in. So it, it's, it's coming in late going through the evening into early morning that's when our um, the majority of our franchise owners and their employees are are out in not the so buildings. much you guys anymore and not so much us we're we're more <laughs> nine to five i mean the two of us are more right you know eight to <laughs> eleven <laughs> you know whatever 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 it takes um but our franchise owners are uh, are in the evenings and yeah. our staff are nine to five fantastic so what kind of services do you guys provide well is it compatible or comparable to um residential like a uh, uh, molly maids or what do you guys do do you guys organize people's desks let's start you get into a, an office how do we start yeah, residential and, and commercial cleaning are, are two different kind two of different. animals okay residential you're getting in there there's so many different kinds of floor types and things that you're doing you're, you're moving everything right. when you're there but you're generally only cleaning most often once if not twice a week right you know commercial is a little different we get everything but we do it once a week the rest of the days we're we're touching all the main traffic areas, all the okay. big things. You got someone spot checking, you know, all your bathrooms detailed every night, your trash every night. Okay. You know, the lobbies, the places that you as a business owner are going to care so much about. Mm-hmm. And it, it allows you to, you to get a different level of efficiency because you're in this space, space so regularly. You get to know the people that are there. You're, you're really building a relationship. Yeah, and right. That's what we focus on. Right. So, so you do just the basics every evening, high traffic. Uh, once a week was it, or every night? High traffic is what we consider the the, the basic every the basic. Evening. So you know, get into an office, throw the garbages out, vacuum, and, and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll do your desk, we'll detail it thoroughly once a week, and okay. then what we really focus on is not over promise, under deliver. Sure, so a lot of people do that. Let's let's do what we say we're gonna do, and then if we do that detailed thoroughly once a week, if we make sure we're getting into all those nooks and crannies once a week, okay. you're never gonna have a problem. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, to, to make sure that we're able to fit in your budget, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we're only doing the the traffic areas the other days of the week. Right. Still having eyes on if you have any big spills or stains, that sort of. So stuff. you can customize the job you want done. Absolutely. I want this done. I want this done. It all depends on on what you want done. Absolutely. Everybody has a budget. Everybody has, you know, the the things that are their uh, sort of pet peeves, the things that they want right. to make sure you get. Um, and so we can customize any mm-hmm. any scope. Any scope of work to, to fit our customers' needs. Okay. So somebody wants to open up. Are there any more territories available in Michigan, or are they all taken? Yeah, there are some. There's some smaller territories. Okay. Uh, someone just bought the Grand Rapids market. But if someone was interested, I think the Flint market is still available. Some more there. Which is probably a pretty decent market, right? Big city. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. Yeah. So they call corporate up, or they call you guys up? You can call either if you're more comfortable okay. speaking to us. We but can the, tell the, you. they're going to go under, you're, you're the master, right? Yep. So they're they're gonna do so. So let's so 
they call you up. Let's start the process. How does this work? How does this work? So there, there's two different uh, two different types of franchises. So there's okay. the unit franchise, then there's the the master owner franchise, um, and with the the Flint market, the Grand Rapids market, those would be on the master level. Those would be the things that um, you can call us, and we're happy to you assist, know lead you in and okay. assist you into to corporate. Um, but really, we're we're selling and and we're awarding. Uh, unit franchises, Units. and those are um, individuals who, you know, are are looking to to build something for themselves, for their sure. families. Um, you know, our our franchise owners range from people who uh, have been janitors and have have worked in schools and are getting you know laid off for 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 whatever sure. reason. Sure. Um, and they've saved up some money and they want to buy in and and start their own be their own boss be their own boss. Um, but we also have you know. Managers, former executives, former, um, you know, people that have, have, you know, gone through their career in the workplace Mm -hmm. and um, they're looking to start something on the side and they're looking to, um, you know, build up a a nest egg. Right. So, right. And it could be very lucrative. Absolutely. I have a friend of mine who um, his wife did it and she was banking, she did very, very well. Yeah, so she went out and got all the accounts and, you know, and just kept adding the crews as needed. Um, so somebody wants to become a franchise, they get you. Who sets up a territory? You guys uh, give the territory to them. You don't want anybody overlapping or anything of that sort. How does that work? Well, this is such a unique business. In the metro Detroit area, everywhere you look, there's a potential customer. There is. And so selling someone a territory would be like, okay, you've got this block. Right. And, and it, it just is not as realistic. The reality is that we've got less than a, a, about a quarter of a percent of the market share, mm-hmm. and we have 350 customers already. Okay. Now, the largest market has maybe 3% market share, so there's no need to worry about overlapping territories. It's more about getting and acquiring accounts, having them in a, a close area so you can service them all and, and provide them quality service. Sure. And and we help do that. You know, We're looking for, for people that can really establish the relationship with the customer, and, okay. and we'll help them grow their business by helping them get their accounts. Okay. So you guys offer leads also, lead generation, and then they could get it also. Yeah. Right? They go out and solicit, um, walk into buildings. Is that how it works? Uh, brochure, I'm so-and-so. We so, do cleaning. So they can walk into buildings. They can go get their own accounts. We definitely encourage that. Um, but one of the main services that we offer is – uh, accounts. I mean, we can help uh, find and, and close accounts and get them opportunities in buildings that they may not be able to right. get access get into to. it. Sure. Um, we have our own, you know, lead generation programs and, um, you know, we have our own sales team that goes on appointments and, and secures those accounts for our franchise owners. Correct. Correct. Training period. What's the what's required training period? Well, training for us is kind of an ongoing idea, but in okay. order to get started, once you actually you know purchase your franchise, sure. we take them through a six-week training program. Is that local here in Michigan? Yep, it's okay. at our offices in Southfield. Okay. And then there's a number of things they need to make sure they've checked off and taken care of, and then they're going to go out and get accounts. And the training program's great, but we also are not necessarily just looking for people that have experience in the janitorial business. Right. So training will be forever. Whenever they get new accounts, we're out there on site with them. We have people that have, you know, the, the years of experience to make sure they're able to deliver that quality level of clean and, and develop right. their team. Right, right, so, right. So you guys go out for the training period also, right? And mm-hmm. show them how it's all, all going to be done and everything. Absolutely. What's usually needed on a franchise? I get a truck, right? You need a truck or? You don't no. need a truck. Um, actually, our franchises, um, 
you know, you can do it based out of your out of your home, so you don't need an office. Okay. Um, what about supplies? Supplies, or? chemicals, all that you can purchase either through us or on your own. Um, but oh, that's, we do that's regulate. Good. Sometimes the franchisor wants them to get everything through them. You know, absolutely. They add a couple dollars onto it, and absolutely. And our thing is, you know, we can usually save them money. Uh, and if there's a product or something that they're looking to get where we can't, we ask them to tell us so that we can go to our vendor and say, hey, why are they getting it for less right. elsewhere? Right, right. And usually we have the, the national buying power to, to get that price down. Okay. Um, but they can they can purchase their supplies um, through us or, or on their own, and then they go out and, and they clean. We regulate the quality of the equipment that they use okay. and the – uh, types of chemicals, you okay. know, no bleach, no, we use right. category four, dis absolutely, and, and safety. I mean, safety right. is extremely important. We use category four disinfectants and... Okay. That, and that's like a hospital grade. Absolutely, hospital grade. Okay. We, we make sure that everything is, you know, meets the Jan Pro standard. For sure, for sure. Um, do they keep their supplies on location? Because I know a lot of these office buildings, you know, they've got a separate closet set for uh, mops, uh, vacuums, supplies, they don't want to schlep that back and forth home, you know, so. Right, how, it just depends that? on, it depends on the location. On the location. You know, some locations, some larger buildings, they have a janitorial closet. Okay. You know, we can set up our own chemical dispensers and, um, you know, mops and buckets mm -hmm. and all, all the materials on site. Um, but some, you know, they're smaller facilities, they only get cleaned once a week, and the franchise owners just take their supplies with them. Right. and and bring them in as needed. Right, right. It's uh, And how many people usually, Brian, would you say, how many is needed for, uh, you know, it, it's not to get sideswiped, but this building here is pretty deep. I would say it's probably a medium-sized building, not a huge building, two-story. And I think there's three people, three or four people do the whole building, mm -hmm. you know, and they're in and out of all the offices. They're doing the bathrooms. They're doing the highly the heavy traffic areas. What's a typical? How many people do they send out there for, on, a, on a job? You know, it, it so much varies from location to location, size, mm -hmm. type of industry. You know, understandably, a restaurant takes a lot longer to clean per square foot sure. than a, a sure. space like this. Right. You know, a, a traditional office space like this has that, as we talked about, variance in what you do on a daily and a weekly basis, and that allows you to really build in some efficiencies, and that's where the franchisors can be profitable. Okay. You know, a building like this might have three to four people. You, We have larger accounts that have significantly more. We have, you know, some accounts that are, are, are a little less. It's it's really we find more about making sure you're giving the quality clean than exactly how many people are there. Okay. And, and that's what we really work on and we harp on there. You know, you could do something with six people, or you could do something with two people for three times as long and maybe get the same job done. All right. Do they hire people as needed? Is that how it is? We give them lots of support. We have ongoing training for how to really manage their team. But they're they're the business owners. They're, they're the their business staff. Owners. Because you don't want to hire in all these people. And then all of a sudden, you know, you lose a huge account. Now you got 10 people sitting on the sidelines, correct? Absolutely. And then they got nothing to do. So it's um, um, it could be a challenge there. Could be a challenge there, and then to find the employees is it difficult or? So janitorial, I, I believe the numbers are uh, is it three hundred percent or four hundred percent? The the turnover in janitorial is extremely high, which is, is why the franchise model works so well because okay. you get that consistency, you get that franchise owner, that business owner that's taking responsibility and ownership and pride in the right. building that they're cleaning. Um, and so you get that consistency. And that's the great thing about a franchise. It's mm -hmm. a, a proven system. It's been laid out. All you have to do now is follow the system. 
Absolutely. Great. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned for our biz buys on new radio media. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. But sadly, the news is not all good though. As the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, PodQuesters. See you there. Welcome back to BizBuys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian. Today we have our guests, our Jampo, Jan Pro Master Franchise owners, Brian Lebaway and Jared Rothberger. And this is a live show, so if any of our um, callers want to call in and ask Brian and Jared any questions, our number is 844-999-9249. We left off, guys, at um, employees. And um, Jared, you're telling me it's high turnover. It's very high turnover, and it's it's one of the biggest challenge that our franchise owners face because okay. they do all their own hiring. You know, we don't we're not involved in that process. Um, we can offer training and support, sure, uh, but really that it's their business, so it's completely up to them. Um, but the advantage to going with a franchise company is that you have that right. uh, that franchise owner who's going to be consistently on site. And they only have, you know, a couple accounts or maybe a dozen accounts where mm -hmm. they are checking in and they are building the relationship with the customer. Great. What do you guys look for when hiring in place? I mean, these these got to be people that have a hard time sleeping at night, <laughs> you know, or retired people just to make, a, you know, a supplement income. Is that what you're looking for? Or what, what is it? You probably hear and interview a ton of people. Well, for franchises, we're looking for people that really want to be business owners. We're looking for someone that has worked their tail off for years, right. innovating, creating ideas, working hard to make someone else an extra buck, and they're kind of ready to make it for themselves. Right. And, and you know, we have a number of screening processes as we sit down and we meet. And this we, is on employees, uh, not, and, not on the franchise owner, but the employees. Like, I'm a franchise owner now. How do I interview my employees that are going to, you know, 
if you're looking for an employee, you want someone that's not that probably has a job already. Right. That is looking for something to supplement that has a reason for Correct. it. Correct. This is for a family. This is not like I just want to get a car. Right. This is something that's very purposeful. And then you're going to treat them like a real employee. You know, the, the right. turnover is so high. What you're looking for is someone that has aspirations, that wants to do something more. Right. The they reason- want to get further, mm-hmm. you know, one step ahead of it. Uh, um, so we, we talked about coming in at night and working. Mm-hmm. Usually what's a typical until how, how long will they go? I would say the majority of our counts are clean between, you know, 5.30 and 10 p.m. I mean, it's usually well, not, it's not, that, not bad. that bad. It's not that bad. But then it goes beyond. So it can go beyond. It can definitely go beyond. We have counts that are clean to 2, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We have restaurants that... Um, I mean, they don't get in, and you can't get in there until two in the morning. Right until they're so, until after hours. And those are those are heavy cleans that need, you know, three four hours. So they're cleaning all night long. Right, right, right. Support line. They can call you guys directly. Uh, the franchise. So can. we have a team. You know, one of the things that you asked about was employees, and you know, we have our own staff in our office, and you know, the things that we look for are you know positive attitude, strong work ethic, right. individuals that that can take those calls at night and hey we got an issue with this account and it's nine o'clock at night and you know our our operations team is fantastic and they are you know happy to take those calls and happy to work with the franchise owners to fix whatever issues good they come across evaluating a location i wouldn't even know where to start <laughs> do you guys measure it, uh, or do you? You probably did it for so long. You could probably see a building and say, "Okay, I think this is what we're gonna." Right. You can look at a place and say, before you even walk in, this is going to be in this kind this, of range. Right. And and essentially, this business is pretty simple because it comes down to amount of time it's going to take to clean. Right. You have to have enough time to do it right. And so then there's a lot of little details that go into it, square footage being a, a big determinant. For sure. But then density, how many people work here, what unique spaces are there in here, what floor type is how there. There's a million. All Absolutely. that stuff is in there. And then you put it together and it, it pops out a number, and then you adjust it based on the different specifics they want. It's yeah. pretty competitive, isn't it? It's the very competitive. Very I'm, competitive. I'm seeing um, – a lot of independent companies out there, but there's a lot of franchises coming on board now. Yep. A lot. There is zero barrier to entry into janitorial. Anybody can go to the hardware store and pick up all their supplies. Pick up a mop and a bucket right. and raise their hand and say, hey, I'm a janitorial company. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. Um, the difficulty is that those individuals can't necessarily bring that professionalism to right. the table the same kind of way that uh, JanPro and some of the other franchises. Uh, frankly, some of the larger companies can. And um, so it opens a lot of extra doors for us. And that's why we encourage people to check out franchises right? and and look into franchising with um, one of the janitorial companies. Obviously, we're partial. Um, you know, JamPro, uh, we, we kind of pride ourselves on our, our reputation. and um, But it, it definitely is a competitive space, and right. we do pretty well. Good, good, good. Um, what's the criteria of becoming in it? A franchise owner their criteria some of these big franchises that you know I'm selling I mean they have them go through hoops it's crazy you know what they have to go through what's a typical jam pro franchise application like it, well they, they'll come in they'll file the application what okay. we're looking for is as we said someone that really has you know currently has a job okay. currently is looking for hopefully something they want a little more they're okay. sick and tired of of just clocking in and nine to five sure. they've hopefully reached their kind of the ceiling of what their potential is with their current career their current job and they're just looking for more 
know, this is an opportunity. You don't have to have a ton of money to start. That's right. a low barrier to entry. But I, I, we tell everybody it's not easy work. This is something you're going to have to take your time and grow. It's a, and build it. It's a build. This is long term. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're looking long term. Is there like a discovery day that you guys, uh, you know, interview them? They, they come into the office. You, you ask them questions and all that stuff. So, yeah, there is good. Yeah. So we, we have them come in. They get to meet our team. We take them around the office. I sit down with them and take them in my office and go through the entire business and hopefully answer every question. Very informative. And it's not a commitment thing. It's just an opportunity to see each other. One of the things that we really pride ourselves on is making sure that we like everybody that we're working with. For sure. It's got to be a team. Yeah. If if we're going to, you know, I'll, I'll bust my bottom to work for you if you're going to do it for yourself. And this Absolutely. is going to be a, a long relationship. I want to make sure we can get along and then that, that you're the right person to invest that time myself in, too. Sure, sure. Investment. What's it costing to get in? Uh, as little as $950 down all the way up to $40,000. It that's, just depends that's, that's on great. That's great. what you're looking for, and um, we can grow you from there. Fantastic. So it's good to start off small. And as you go, you grow. Is there any transfer fees, any royalties with the franchise? Yep. There, there are, as with any franchise, there is right. a royalty, right. of course. There's a royalty, a percentage of what you're going to bring in is going to go to JanPro for the right to use the name, for the training. All the mistakes that they've made in the past, you get to sidestep. Right. And and that's, that's what we're trying to help you grow. And the idea is that we can do a lot of the things that would bog you down so you can narrow your focus as well. Perfect. Perfect. Brian, Jarrett, how can somebody get in touch with you guys? Is there a number, e uh, website, email? Yeah, uh, give us a call, 248-936-0300. You can look for us online at jan-pro.com slash Detroit. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You name it. You name They're it, out we're there. there. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Brian, Jarrett, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. I'm Armin Nazarian with BizBuys. We'll see you next week.